You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. So now that my wife and I have finished the first three seasons of Ozark on Netflix, a series which I cannot recommend highly enough. So fucking good. We're taking a little palate cleanser with some uh, true crime docs. Uh, just because who doesn't love some true crime doc action? So we're watching a little Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, great, uh, great date documentary. Yeah, for uh, some of you settle down for an hour. We need to take us a break, watch some light. Right, misses something that won't bother you for days on end. Yeah, um, knowing that people like that exist. Uh, and then we said, you know what? Let's, this seems like it's trending right now. I used to love it when I was a kid. Let's see if the new one is great. Unsolved mysteries. Now we're talking. <laughs> all it's missing is old Robert Stack, and it'd be good to go. But man. I watched the first episode. That's all I've watched so far, and it was great. And I heard there is a uh, UFO type episode that oh, is supposed that's to be, freak me is out. Supposed to have the, people have said it has the most compelling evidence for the existence <laughs> of aliens on a TV show ever. So I'm like psyched because I really like the way they did the first episode. So now I, I have to keep going until I get to the UFO. App. Do you guys know that the traditional alien abduction story is uh, covered in uh, Delta Green in yes. the, the, the the history and has a name and a reason? And it's it's very interesting. Very interesting. They're called the Greys. Yeah, uh, like Operation the, you know, Majestic. The little, yeah, the little aliens with the big heads and the big eyes and yeah. everything. And it has where they live, everything they do. It's really interesting. But yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell you because you might play it one day, but uh, they do exist in this world, uh, those exact ones. And <clears throat> that to me is the scariest. I will say that is the flat out scariest thing to me in all of like horror entertainment. So like... You know, uh, murder and like, uh, ter- horrible gore. Like, I don't like those things. I don't really, I'm not a big horror movie fan. Psychological thrillers and stuff. I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever. But like, I remember being, I think I was in high school when I saw, uh, Fire, Fire in, the in the Sky. Oh my God. And I freaked oh, out. I like, I had trouble so sleeping. I still, if I get it in my head that like, a little man is going to come in the room in the night and like take me away. Like I, I it'll keep me up an extra half hour. Like is that why Matthew can't sleep over? <laughs> <laughs> Wake up! I got some I want to experiment how this uh, how to tell you sausage what it does to your intestines. Uh, yeah, that just scares the living shit out of me. And the more compelling the argument, the more I believe it. Like I, I am not, I'm not a skeptic with those things, man. Give me a good alien story. And I'm like, I buy it. Did, uh, did you ever see the SNL sketches where, uh, they're interviewing like Cecily Strong and the celebrity guest and they're all like, it was the most beautiful experience. Yeah. I saw all the universe in Ryan Gosling or someone else just be like, uh, there was always know, Kate no, McKinnon. Kate yeah. McKinnon. Just how violated she was compared <laughs> to all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and no one, literally, no one can keep a straight face in those sketches. Everyone. That was, yeah. 
the uh, the thing about uh, that is, is I watched Unsolved Mysteries with Angel, and I'm sure you and Sam maybe talked about how uh, you know you'd seen old Unsolved Mysteries, how great it was, how great it was to be seeing it again. Angel never saw Unsolved Mysteries, but I realized her only connection to sci-fi whatsoever is because she watched Jonathan Frakes's Beyond Belief Fact <laughs> Fiction constantly, <laughs> which is so funny. And so great, and it's just like the most ridiculous kind of counter show to that. If you ever want to just feel happy, just watch that. Well, I bring it up because it like that first episode had a lot of stuff that we were talking about recently. I don't know if it was on this show or another show, or like secret societies and stuff, and then now alien abduction. I mean, I just love that stuff. So to be able to play in that world, I just don't want to stop playing Delta Green. I think this this I've always enjoyed a good murder mystery, but this takes the murder mystery and flips it on its head, sends it through the washer, puts it on a different plane of existence and brings it back. I mean, I just love it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, it is unsolved mysteries. That's what it is. And so if you guys manage to survive this encounter that you're up against, uh it's going to be at some point, uh, it would appear on Unsolved Mysteries. Whatever you left behind will be an Unsolved Mystery. If you all fail horribly, uh, and let's say everybody dies, it will be an Unsolved Mystery. It will be featured on Unsolved Mysteries. Like It's just it, Delta Green is Unsolved Mysteries. My uncle was on Unsolved Mysteries. Really? When what? I when I was a kid, yeah, I think it was Unsolved Mysteries. It was one of those true crime shows. America's Most Wanted, maybe. No, he was like he was like, re- he was like reenacting, or he was the subject. No, of the it was it was an actor playing him. It was an actor playing my uncle. <laughs> he, uh, my my uncle was in the FBI. My uncle was an FBI agent. Uh, he was a spy hunter. Cool. And uh, he was it was a Russian spy passing on submarine secrets, and he caught them. And that was, I, I, it may not have been Unsolved Mysteries, but it was one of those reenactment shows back in the late 80s. And it was my uncle was being played by someone on there. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. cool. Are they still, are they doing reenactments in the new Unsolved Mysteries? They do, but it's not like, uh, you know, it's not the cheesy actors. It's like you just see them far away or like, you, yeah, you see like legs or arms. You see right. silhouettes. You like, walk up the stairs and you'll see the legs walking up the stairs, you know. Uh, I like the way they do it. Um, it's oh, speaking of shot. true crime, yeah. uh, speaking of true crime, did you see the staircase? Did we talk about? Oh that? yeah, yeah. And the the follow up, the three episodes they did years later. Did you yeah. watch the whole thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Did, did and you, you guys and watch the staircase? About it and we had differing opinions on it. Yeah. So let's not say anything. Yeah. You guys should watch the staircase because okay. it will. It'll straight up great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. And <laughs> I mean, it'll generate. Not only uh, very differing opinions on what happened, but really great fodder for Delta Green. Okay. <laughs> like it's how to cover great. up a crime, how to forensics, like how you look at a crime, see blood spatter. Oh my I mean, God. the amount of hours in the show spent on blood spatter is amazing. Did it's you phenomenal. like it more than making a murderer? Uh, uh, no, but that's no, just because I that's was impossible. sucked make I think it, it's yeah. the next best thing. I yeah. don't think I've watched anything since Making a Murder that was as good. I as think staircase. Wild Wild Country. It's not in the same genre, that's but good. Wild Wild Country is great. Yeah, and I still haven't not, seen, not as good. Not I as haven't good. seen the Amanda Knox one yet either. That one's good. That one's really good. Uh, Evil but, Genius. I watched. 
not as good. That one's good not, too. But dude, yeah, the staircase it's good. is the next best All one. Right, I'll check it's, it out. You watch that first episode, dude. We're like, well, there goes my uh, next week. I have to watch <laughs> and see how this I, unfolds. Yeah, I, I will say that I watched Making a Murderer more for the you know trashy entertainment value, and to me, that's not exactly why I watched the staircase. The staircase really goes in depth with lawyers in like how you <clears throat> defend a murder case when right. you really have like holes in evidence. Well, that's why like, the exact way they go about the strategy of turning a jury on evidence and really in detail. And they have raw footage in the room of a multiple attorney team, like debating how to go after a piece of evidence. And I just found that so fascinating. It's awesome. Yeah. And much more academic in my mind than, uh, than a lot of the making a murderer stuff. That's why, um, I loved reading Helter Skelter because it was written by Vincent yeah. Gugliosi, the attorney, and having his insight into how that worked uh, really happened. And then it also reminds me last night, because I finished up Mindhunter recently, I've been watching YouTube videos and all the, the actual real world ones. And it was like 12, 1230. We're ready to go to bed. Angel's kind of looking at her phone. And I'm realizing that I'm watching interviews with the BTK killer on my phone right before bed. And she's like, I got to go. I can't sleep with this. I'm just totally unfazed by this shit. Killer? Grant, did you read uh, and, and the Sea Will Tell? No. You have to read it. Have to have to read it. It's a, another oh, it's book a, by another Vincent. Bugliosi? Yeah, it was after he like got famous from Helter Skelter. He went from prosecutor to defense attorney. Oh. And he is the defense attorney on a cr- insane murder uh, like uh, indictment that happens on an island off the coast of America, way far away. And it's a re- where there's no witnesses and they have to put this crime together. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it happened in like 1976. Totally true story. Uh, it's crazy. Wow. Check it out. Okay. Um, all right. Enough fun. Now, the sad part happens. Now, let's have more fun. (laughs) More fun of a different kind. Shit got real. You guys so boldly uh, drove right up to Keene, New York, and uh, did a great job, I might add, of entering the house and, you know, feeling the the sense of danger there. Uh, you're, You're on point. Riker Salas looks through the camera of this amateur bird watcher and, uh, sees photographs of the exact same woman that he pulled out of a septic tank four months ago. Uh, just what, imagine that. Just imagine how horrifying that is to see. Imagine the way the chills run down your spine. Dr. Lyra Westover is standing over a dead, well, kneeling over a dead body, examining it while, um, Jordy is examining these photographs of birds that are framed, uh, in this guy's living room. Upstairs is, uh, Roger Cumstone, who uh, we haven't even said what he sees yet, but he is clearing the upstairs. And uh, and in that moment, while everybody's kind of doing their own thing, the corpse of Francis Way, Way opens his eyes oh, and God. lunges oh. at Dr. Lyra Westover. Oh, no. <laughs> Point fucking blank. Like she doesn't it. see it coming. Why would she expect this? I mean, I have. Been, she doesn't see the photo of Marlene Bowman on the on the digital camera. She doesn't expect this. I have been scrutinizing his body, but I, you know, I was totally unprepared. <laughs> What's that? I said I have been scrutinizing his body for every sign of injury, but yeah, totally unprepared. <laughs> so you've come across bodies that have 
come back to life and grabbed you before and you were ready for this? Is that what you're I telling mean, me? Grant, don't so you tell expected, me. My, you thought there was like a small chance that he might wake up and grab you. Is what you're saying. I, I thought there was a distinct possibility that there was somebody else in the house that was going to come and attack us. Okay. Also, but like the, the, I was literally touching him. He when he woke up, I would have been looking at it. Obviously, I'm surprised. I can't yeah. say I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, no. But uh, don't even worry about it. We will play it by the book. We're going to do for the first time. Really, really get into some Delta Green combat. Oh my <laughs> god! I wish I, I wish I had a Delta Green combat, John. Wow, Delta Green combat. Now we know um, there was nothing we could do to stop her from escaping because it wasn't a real combat. <laughs> yeah no exactly uh well there are things you could do if you were better players but yeah look uh, the, the handler works with who he has that's yeah. that's how it operates real uh, on the that side of the screen aren't you there, like, right. yeah. so let's take it back let's take it back in time uh half of a second to see if dr lyra westover can pull something off this corpse opens its eyes. Dr. Lyra Westover, intensely examining the corpse, obviously sees this, sees the eyes open, and being so alert, is she able to defend herself? Let's see. We're going to do a little uh, Delta Green uh, combat initiative, which is not a roll. It is just based purely on your dexterity. That's it. It's just everybody's dex determines the order of the combat, and uh, that makes it easy for me. So with that, we will begin, and it's Francis Way's turn. Oh, no. (laughs) So he opens up his eyes, lunges at Dr. Lyra Westover, and attempts to sink his hands into the flesh around her neck and squeeze it so hard he crushes her windpipe and uh, attempts to kill her. So let's see if he can do it in in, uh, in one shot. Uh, that is Yikes. no exaggeration, Gosh. a one. Oh, no. I rolled a one. <laughs> is that a crit? Is that no, a, is no that it is thing? not a crit, but it is always a success. Oh, it's, it's that's look true. at okay. that. It's so crazy. Z- zero, zero, one. Oh, my God. Uh, so, wow. Yeah. So always a success, no matter what, no matter the disadvantage, no matter anything. It reaches out and lunges at your neck and it grabs on to your neck. In the process, it is going to deal damage to you. It deals four points of damage. Okay. Now, are you wearing armor? Are you wearing like a Kevlar vest? I'm wearing whatever we got issued, which I think was the standard like FBI Kevlar vest. Yeah, I have on mine uh, high cam trooper TFO plate carrier armor with uh, plate cut guardian 3S9 level 3. High velocity rifle bulletproof. You had to take that up. (laughs) (laughs) We could only wear our our, uh, assigned clothing. We're definitely wearing bulletproof vests, though. Yeah, you're definitely wearing bulletproof vests, but you don't have the number on that for, like, what that... No, uh, we could be wearing... What the armor rating is. I mean, I can look it up right now. I got the sheet Uh, right in front of me. you go. You got a Kevlar vest, armor Armor rating rating three. three. Armor rating three. Uh, Meaningless to this creature. It moves past your body armor and grabs your neck. I didn't have a lot of vest armor on my neck. To be fair. Right, right. Now we're in the right vest. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> now you I will wear say the bulletproof turtleneck next time. It'd be much better off. <laughs> <laughs> or at least a mock turtleneck. Yeah, literally. <laughs> a mock, mock, just a simple mock turtle. A Kevlar mock turtleneck. 
You're good to go. <laughs> you fool. Well, you're a simple doctor. That's why. <laughs> uh, I will say that you um, that that is flavor that it dodged your armor. Uh, that is flavor. As far as I understand, in the rules of the game, you cannot actively avoid hitting armor. You can't like. I want to aim for spots that don't have armor. You can't do that. The armor rating always applies, except your uh, Kevlar vest does not affect this particular uh, combatant. Got it. So uh, with that, it lunges out, grabs your neck, sinks in, and you can tell you are being killed in that moment. I need you to roll a sanity check. Oh, Oh my God. Okie dokie. Can you hold it together? No, I cannot. I rolled an 88 over. Oh, no. that's That's a fumble. That's a fumble. Oh, Did you just fumble. fumble, dude? I fumbled. Oh, no. Oh. This is how it starts. This is where, this is the episode. This is where it all falls apart. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Lyra. It reaches out, grabs your neck, and, and it does immediately four points of sanity damage oh. to you. Oh. Oh. The same as your hit points. Oh. What is your sanity at right now? 52. My what is your breaking point? point? 42. Oh. oh you got wow. sanity for days. <laughs> Wait, how is that even possible? That's insane. I'm four points away from my breaking point. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. You must have not been tracking. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't recall losing a, failing on a sanity roll. Yeah, you've made, you've succeeded on a lot of sanity rolls. So, yeah, it is quite possible. Yeah, I started my sanity really low because of character creation. Yeah, you're good for you. You'll live. Rogers forever. on edge. Rogers, Rogers living on the edge. Oh, I'm not going to live. I'm not going to live forever, but I'll be I'll, for the the time I do live. I'll keep it together. You'll die sane. <laughs> I'll die with my wits about me. Uh, okay, so uh, sorry. What was it again? What is your what, what is your sanity at right now? Fifty two. Fifty two, and your breaking point is forty two. Yeah. Okay. With that, it is. Riker Salas, Roger Cumstone, and Dr. Lyra Westover, you all act at the same time. Right so uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> now, now uh, you know, from a time perspective, these all happen instantly, but I will start with uh, Roger Cumstone. What do you do? So Cumstone just left the bathroom and yep. was turning to go to the two doors remaining in the hallway. I'm assuming one's a bedroom, maybe they're both bedrooms, but I imagine I hear... This shriek. Roll your alertness. Eighty. I'm not going to hear that. Uh, it's not. I haven't. Uh, it's combat now. Everything is rolled in combat. All right. Fifty-eight under eighty. Uh, I okay, hear so something. I mean, all that happens is it, it opens its eyes and grabs her neck. She might have gotten out of screen, but it cut it off. Okay. You, however, even from upstairs, hear something happened. Ooh. It's like what? Back in Afghanistan. Could hear shit from a mile away. Uh, all right, so I just immediately turn away from those two doors, bolt down the stairs, gun drawn. I see this, and like I'm a trained fucking badass. Just boom, unleashes a shot. If I'm able to, in terms you of you are not able I'm to, not. but so you I'm are only able, able to, to get down the stairs. You are only able to get down the stairs. You can do one action per round. That's what I thought. Okay. So moving is an action. I will say that you're fast enough to <laughs> down those steps, lightning fast, and you're down and ready to fire at the same instant. What does Riker Salas do? Riker Salas doesn't back down from a fight, just like these United States of America. These colors don't run. 
Uh, he is very well trained in uh, firearms, but he's also very well trained in. Uh, what angle is he at right now? Uh, like, is he in a? Is it? Would it be like shooting over the shoulder of the doctor in order to get a shot on the creature? Like, is it partially covered? Basically, is what I'm asking. As he just quickly looks at it. Because the doctor in between me and the his corpse on the ground, Francis. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, basically, uh, he's going to drop his pistol on the ground, and he is going to attempt to disarm the creature with his unarmed combat skill. Basically, taking the hand off of the creature. And if you don't allow me to do that, I'm basically going to try to wrestle uh, the creature away from the doctor. <laughs> Uh, okay. So. This arm is really used to attempt to knock an object from the target's grasp using the unarmed combat skill. I'm just trying to extend it to be a doctor, basically. To be a doctor? To be the doctor. What? Um, what? what? Is Francis gripping onto the doctor right now or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm trying to get the doctor out of the creature's grasp using All right, the So you're not arm. trying to be the doctor? No. Why did you say that? Why did you say that? (laughs) (laughs) No, I said in this instance, the doctor is the weapon that I would be attempting to disarm. Oh, Oh, so you're going to smash her in the face as hard as possible to knock her out of his hand. (laughs) Yeah, trying to break (laughs) her out of his hand. Is this because now I understand? 10 wrestling? (laughs) 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 I'm I'm not joking. Uh, Disarm. Um, Okay, sure. Um... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, try to move up and use a disarm maneuver. Uh, take a minus 20% to the roll, because it's not what it's for. Uh, so you're at a disadvantage. Uh, to remove its hand from her without hurting her, uh, go ahead and roll a you disarm. Any un- if you critically combat? fumble, you will hurt her. Just so can you know, he, if you critically fumble. Can you just use fumble. unarmed combat? Yeah. That's what that I mean. Well, he can, he can hurt it with unarmed combat, yeah. I, I am using... Uh, my unarmed combat to do exactly what Joe described, and I rolled a 14 under 80. Ooh, wow. Okay, so you use your... Uh, okay, okay, so you use your unarmed combat to remove its hand from Dr. Lyra Westover. Yep. So you, so are you grappling it now? Yes, I'm attempting to grapple it now that I'm in this position. Okay. I try to tussle with it on the floor and get it like up in the air, basically, so other people can take a shot at it. And barring that, I will attempt to choke it to death okay it's neck do anything okay uh so you are grappling it in that same instant dr larry whatsoever it's your action um so what would i roll to try to get out from its grip uh you you don't have to in this instance we already sort of like resolved something in that in the instant that he got you out of it so you're out of its grip uh okay so then i will uh stumble back and draw my pistol if I can do that as part of the same action you sure can I saw I'm like oh. I see you, st- st- <laughs> you know, stumbling back and I draw my pistol and that's, yep. that's my turn okay Keeping so you stumble back and it. draw your pistol uh, yes uh, and it is Jordy's turn so Jordy is kind of in the same room looking at these pictures and he hears Westover get the, the choking and he whips around he sees what's happening this corpse come to life and he drops the flashlight 
and a pan is like, oh shit! And like reaches back into his back uh, belt to like pull out his pistol and he's like kind of fumbling it. He's not he's not used to dealing with firearms at all. So he's just trying to like get a grip on it and she with his hand shaking and try to lo- try to level it so he can get a shot when it's open. Okay, so you are, yeah, trying to level and, and make a shot, but uh, Riker Salas is all over this thing, uh, and it's it's hard to get a shot. Round two, it is the creature's turn. It immediately tr- attempts to sink its teeth into Riker Salas's face. Oh, come while on! While he's oh, gripping up gosh. on it, it just face. it just digs deep down and just. Uh, man, a nine. Oh, <laughs> nine. Oh, nine. That's terrible. Uh, and it sinks its teeth into your face for face. five points Ooh. of damage. None of it blocked by your Kevlar vest, by your fancy Kevlar vest. Five points of damage. Uh, I mean, it literally grabs your cheek, bites in, and rips a piece of the skin directly off of your cheek. Uh, And it's your turn. So just a a quick thing here. Just because I remembered reading it, and I could be wrong, and it's already uh, around later, but uh, when you roll a one, I think it is a crit. A one is a crit. Oh, I think you're right. If If your stat is below, a one is a crit. An 11, a 22, a 33, yeah, a 44. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why I said I, that. I, I don't recall reading that. I, I'm pretty sure today I read that uh, the doubles are crits, and a, a 1 and a 100, a 1 is always a hit, and a 100, a 1 is a success, always a success, and a 100 is always a fail, no matter the bonuses or penalties. That's what I remember reading. I have it I don't here. Remember, uh, you page, have it where it says it's a critical? Yeah, page 44 of the. Uh, the rule book uh, a critical success right if, uh, under critical success is a roll of one or any success where the dice match yeah that's right so you did crit her oh my god so I mean that's if you want to play by the rules <laughs> technically yeah something, if you were a better uh, handler maybe you would have figured that out jeez you know, I, I just didn't, expect I didn't you to see know that. these rules by heart Joe um, of the system we just started playing yeah I'm so sorry so it's just I'm, double damage right Oh, is that all? Uh, no, it's not just double damage. It's uh, yes, it's double damage, but it's so so much worse than that. Oh no! Uh, it was just so, stuck in my head when you rolled one. I'm like, I think that's so. You a crit. take all right. So we're gonna have to undo your turn, Doctor Lyra Westover, but not really that much, except for the fact where you said you keep a level head. So you immediately take eight points of damage, and then I'll tell you what. I'll give you a luck roll. Give me a luck roll, and you tell me what you would prefer as a player. I'm going to give you the, the benefit of the doubt. So one of them is going to be you you fight insanely, like with no like real... Um, you're going to take a penalty to any firearm shot, for example. Just wildly fight back, or you flee. Those are the two options. So you tell me where you want them to be on the die. Oh, okay. So uh, if it like lower than fifty one, it's gonna be it's gonna be flee, and higher than fifty one, fifty one will be fight insanely. Fight, uh, fight or flee. What's too higher? Like higher is and, and this is me- this is mechanically because if you take more than half your hit points in a single shot, you immediately go temporarily insane and have a fight or flight mm-hmm. uh, reaction. Got it. So you either like 
insanely fight with no coordination, just wildly go after the target, or you run away. All right, let's do higher. The, the higher end is is fight, and the lower end is flee. Okay, roll it. What does your brain do? Zero zero six. So I flee. Oh, so you flee. So Riker gets you out of this and you spend your round just like getting out of there. That's all we'll say. You're still in the house, but you're getting out of harm's way, maybe scrambling back yeah. on your backside and your and your hands. And you're just wildly looking at this thing. And you can see that like your throat is bleeding, not gushing blood like a slit throat, but it's bleeding. And you touch your throat and it comes away and there's blood on your hand and you're like, oh, ah, and you feel like you're having trouble breathing. You're not actually going to die right now, but you feel like you might and you start uh, fleeing. Uh, this is fucking oh crazy God. and crit. I can't believe I rolled a one, a natty one. Yeah, I can uh, believe it. That's the first that's time I can't Joe, believe I rolled a natty one. Joe, you found your game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, friend of the show, Vicky Moore, said exactly that to me when she invited me to Cthulhu at Gen Con. She was like, you have to roll under the number. You're going to love this game. <laughs> uh, all right, so this thing now, we come back to the present time, uh, and it sinks its teeth into Riker Salas taking off a chunk of his cheek he will never he will never be the same am i able to attempt to dodge that by the way uh yes you are Uh, no you're not you're not able to to dodge it but you can well i guess you could no well because i just say defend defend it you can roll your unarmed against it so and uh and i yeah um actually i would give you a bonus if his attack was based on his hands which you're gripping but it's he's got two different attacks so right uh you don't have a bonus um six are you shitting me (laughs) no actually it's higher number is better that's that's a failure that's crazy if your roll overcomes the attack roll your agent avoids harm right yeah yeah, he rolled a nine. Oh, oh, so you oh. succeeded, but under his success, which yeah. was a less success than yours. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah those, and it's, uh, it's, it's counterintuitive because you think like the further you get away from the over exceeding your number, the better it is. But it's actually not. The closer you get now, to it without that's going your over action it. this turn. Right. And and it is not counter and, and and it's not actually not counterintuitive if you think about it. It's actually very smart because it means people with higher skills have a better chance of beating people with lower skills. So you can both roll successes, but it's the higher success that beats an opposed roll. Right. So if one has eighty and one has twenty, the one can roll the one can roll eighteen, that's a success. The other one can roll seventy-eight and that's a success. So the seventy-eight beats the nineteen, even though it's a lower number. So that's why that exists. Right. Uh hmm. So that is your round. Uh, and at the same time, it's Roger Comstone and Dr. Lyra Westover. So uh, Dr. Lyra Westover uh, is not going to be involved uh, any longer in this combat unless uh, everyone dies, basically. So uh, she's, yeah, so she's on a break. She's just like panicking, panicking. Uh, How many hit so points what you got left? Three. Deep. <laughs> um, uh, can I still yeah. like. Can I still have my action to do insane things, Joe? Like, can oh, I absolutely, have- absolutely, okay. absolutely. I'm just saying, for the purposes of uh, the action right now that are all at the same time, let's go to Cumstone and see what he does. All right, so Cumstone is down there. He's leveled his pistol on this thing, which is now free of any uh, people. It's got a chunk of uh, Riker Solace in its mouth. 
That's not true. He's not free of any people. Rikersoft is on top of them. Oh, Rikersoft is on top. Okay. Yeah, they're All tussling. Right. So they've tried to switch. Westerf is out of there. Riker is there. Um, you know, my my instinct here is to shoot the pistol, but in the back of my head, I'm like, is this going to even affect this thing? But it's my only shot right now, uh, so I just I have that split-second thought, and then I fire at it. I just want to give you the reality of the situation. If you fumble, you're going to hit Riker Salas. It's fine. I, okay. This is what I do. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I cannot fucking believe <gasps> no, this. No, no, no! No, no! 88 over 60. Oh, oh no. my god! Oh, no! Oh, my God. When you said that, I said to myself, there is absolutely no way. Because I would have had to roll 77, 88, 99, or 100. And I rolled a fucking 88. Four four numbers out of... uh, Oh, my God. That's worse. That's less likely than rolling a natural one in a (laughs) d20. Can't Jesus I can't believe that? Uh, I'm, it's I'm a light, sorry, I'm stunned. I'm it's totally a light stunned. pistol, so it's one d8 damage. But I don't know what it, is. It's just a medium damage ACP. It's a medium pistol. You're carrying a medium pistol. Oh, it's a 45. One d10 because, because you're using an FBI standard sidearm, not your oh, normal. I thought it was my Glock. So it's one d10 damage. This, however, will be blocked by his body armor. So just if you roll three or less, he'll take no damage. All right, on a d10. Oh my god! Uh, one. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. So no damage. And your bullet hit his body armor, but he's like, Phew! and it hits. And, uh, it hits right where the uh, the middle of the FBI, where the logo is, and he looks back at everyone and says, "I told you this was the best armor of this country." Riker, what do you knock right to the ribs? <laughs> what's your current What's your current hit point total? My current hit point total is eight. Cool. Uh, Roger, what's your current hit point total? Uh, like 14. Okay. Uh, and Jordy, what's your current hit point total? 10. Okay. It is Jordy's turn. So Jordy, I, he's still just, his hands are shaking. The Riker Solace is still on top of this thing. He's just been shot in his back by Cumstone. And... <laughs> And Jordy, he, he does not, he's not a firearms guy. Like he, he, what is the skill? Firearms. Firearms. You should have a basic firearms. Uh, yeah, you should have at least 20%. I believe. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm so, oh, there it is. It's another page. So he is not comfortable. Like he's not comfortable taking the shot at all. So he's just still wavering, just pointing the gun okay. in their direction, waiting for an opening. So do me a favor and uh, give me a sanity roll for helplessness. Okay. Oh, uh, wow. By the way, um, God, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting to tell you guys this, but try to try to keep track of it yourselves as best you can. If you succeed at a sanity roll, what was the first one? The decaying corpse. Uh, three of you succeeded at that. So make sure you put a check mark under uh, violence. Uh, God, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not right. Um, it's when you lose sanity. It's right? when, you yes, fail. when you fail. Yeah. So it's oh, so actually, yeah. So I you got, one, got one, and I got one, and you got one. So everybody that took uh, sanity damage but didn't go past their breaking point, uh, and that gets... counts as helplessness or violence for me. The camera one. 
The what one? The camera one? Yeah, the camera one. Uh, no, that counts as unnatural. And there's no, there's okay. no like check marks and for then that. The so. memory of my mom and everything that happened at the restaurant. Uh, again, unnatural. Oh, okay. You were seeing that creature and Understood. like uh, it all being tied together. And cool. Uh, okay, so uh, that leaves us at oh, so Jordy's holding. So uh, Jordy, I will say delaying is an action in Delta Green. Mm-hmm. So you can hop in at any point that you want if it's between two turns. Okay. So if the, if there a, clear, a shot opens up or something happens where you want to move, you can say it whenever at this point because you're now delaying okay. effectively. But now we talk roll. out a turn. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sanity roll. Go ahead. Let's do that. Let's address that. Oh four double oh four. 004. Okay, you're fine. So you are really holding it together and doing the smart thing, which is like, I don't know enough about firing this weapon into this uh, tight melee. I'm not going to fire it. Uh, and it is its turn. Grant, your question. Can we talk out a turn? Sure. Yeah, uh, Riker's just going to yell out, kick my pistol towards me. Kick it towards me now. Uh, hoping that someone will kick the pistol that I clearly said I dropped earlier towards me so I can grab it and oh, put it against God. his head. At this point, now that it's fighting me, and no one else can hit it. Oh, and uh, I'm going to take my turn, and I'm going to run over and do that. Okay, so uh, you run over to the weapon. Now roll a dex check to see if you can kick it, like, right over near Solace. Okay. <laughs> it's going to take it. some accuracy. How's your soccer skills? Uh, we'll see. 18. 18 yeah. under 50. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. So Jordy kicks his weapon over, and now your weapon is within reach. Yeah. Are you wearing uh, some guards under there, Jordy? <laughs> I am. Talk uh, until I die. <laughs> uh, the creature is going to um, attempt to escape from your grasp. Okay. So uh, it, it it rolls uh, an escape. So uh, pulls away from you, and it does. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's so funny because like, that's not. A I don't want to tell you the rolls because it's so obvious. As yeah, there you go, Skip. Thank you for the artwork. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to tell you the rolls because it's going to be. It gives away too much. Um, but you know, Riker, this is absolutely unnatural. It it bit your face and then threw you off a a second later as if you were a child. Right. And so uh, you get tossed away, whatever, foot or two away, nothing major, but it's a flavor throw, but it gets you away and and gets away and gets up and it's standing up. Uh, And that is its action. And it is Riker's turn. Riker's going to use his three foot long arm to grab the pistol that was uh, (laughs) kicked over to him and is going to call a shot to the creature's head. Okay. Um, da, da, da. and what it's is minus f- minus forty percent? Minus forty. All oh. right, I'm feeling lucky. That's what huge, is your though. firearm skill? Seventy. Oh 70. man! All right, gotta so get under thirty. 30. Oh, it's huge though. You, that might be a thirty. Point. Exactly. Get oh, out of here! What is that? <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get under thirty. Shit! Uh, oh no! Awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because a shot to the body might not do it. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was going for the head. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no Equal to right. a success. Okay. okay. Really? Oh, Get out of here. Yes. Did you really roll yes. a 30? You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's great. 
So, uh, uh, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> really well, because I'm not worried about things biting my face off. Oh. Uh, oh, come on. Headshot is on page 52. Uh, I found this before, and now I can't... A hit is critical without matching dice? If the handler agrees. Oh, no, that's a, yeah, yeah. If, if the handler agrees, you can make a called shot for some effect other than ignoring armor. Um, it's, 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 it's a crit I'm without matching on, dice. That's on 52, but that's if you agree. Um, that's what, that is how headshot is defined. Is it, you take a minus 40% right. and, you, and you, do, you get a crit and you don't have to roll matching dice. So auto crit. Uh, okay, yeah. So auto crit. That's fine. Go ahead. One uh, crit ten. with a shot to the head. Oh my god. One d ten. Let's see the ten. Here's a quick Seven. ten from Grant. Seven. Fourteen points. Oh my damage. god. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> its head snaps back. Uh, its head snaps back with the blow. It stumbles back three, four steps. And now it's hovering right over Dr. Lyra Westover, who's like, ah, ah, backed up against the wall. And now this creature's back is to you. It's standing right over you. And then it's tipped back. And then it leans forward again. And I think oh, you can on. see this. You can see this. You can see Lyra in the camera frame. And then you see, like, this weird thing come around the frame. And that is the exit wound of the, the, the bullet through its head. And then it comes to a pinpoint where it goes right through its forehead. And then it cuts And it the leans front. forward and lowers its gaze oh. at Riker. Oh, my God. And it is Roger Cumstone's turn. I mean, this thing just took a <laughs> shot to the dome. Right to the center of the forehead. And it's still kicking now. Oh, God. Is there anything around that looks like uh, sharp? Does he have any like machetes on the walls or like any fucking sword? Maybe he's a sword collector. Any like uh, uh, melee weapons or, or things that could be improvised melee weapons that look a really sharp, sharp bird beak somewhere? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Birds and scimitars. Those were his two interests in life. <laughs> he loved <laughs> scimitars. Go ahead and roll luck. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, what is that? Just a D100? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 50 or less. 23. Ooh. 23. Well, he's a collector, uh, and he's, you know, as part of bird watching, you do a lot of hiking, and, you know, maybe he's done some uh, Arctic bird watching, and he has uh, on the wall, there's an ice axe. It's a little clawed... <laughs> Ice axe. That's good. Fine. That's good. <laughs> All right, so he's got the gun leveled for another shot. Uh, he's still reeling from having hit Riker, uh, but he knew he didn't do any damage. Uh, but he sees that Riker just put a shot through his head, and he hasn't moved. And he looks over and sees the ice axe on the wall. So he drops his pistol and goes to grab the axe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this thing is standing. Uh, st- staggered for a second by the, the headshot. Standing right in front of you, wide open. You drop your gun and grab an ice axe. And it is Dr. Lyra Westover's turn. So I thought I ran across the room in terror, but it's now standing over me? 
Well, it's just stumbled back to you. Like his shot knocked, like the force of the blow knocked him back. His back is to you. He's hovering over you. You know, you're still in flight mode, but it was just, you know. Just Here's, letting you know. Well, I, I thought I had gotten to like the the sliding glass door at the back that Roger Comstone had been looking through. Uh, so my oh, okay. pla- my plan was to uh, search out for a heavy object and try to bra- shatter the glass and and run and continue to flee at all costs. Okay, I don't have right, the so wherewithal yeah, to open that's the fine. door. That's fine. You find uh, you find a heavy object and roll a strength check. See if you can get it through a win- uh, a, a, a plate glass door. Is my this is going to okay. be tough, man. Uh, I do not. 96. Oh, oh, so it, you, you have this, like, like a kitchen chair. And just like, like, uh, like an alien's. Just like, boom, yeah, like bounces off the, off the glass. You're like, son of a bitch! And it is Jordy's turn. Oh, no, no. Uh, it is not Jordy's turn because he moved in the turn order. I apologize. Uh, I forgot about that. And, um... It is this thing's turn. Uh, it levels down once again and then runs and claws at Riker Salas. On the ground still, right? Like, I took that, I see myself taking that shot, like, on my ass, doing like yeah, a yeah, crunch, lying on your back. Like a 45 degree crunch and, like, both hands on the gun. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just he's just he's just reaching down and try to like trying to rip the skin off of your body. Got it. Uh, let's see, and he does successfully uh, get to hold of your another max, another five points oh, of damage. Oh Come on, at which point you are you are now fight or flee. So uh, go ahead and roll a luck roll. You tell me which side of the numbers is which. Which side do you fight? Which side do you flee? So can you explain fight or flee for everyone? Have we talked about this before? No, uh, no only with the doctor, but it's basically you, you have a reaction that you either fight with no coordination or intelligence. So you lash out like without any sort of, mm-hmm. you know, you would be able to roll your un, your um, unarmed skill and stuff like that. But you wouldn't be able to do things like uh, not hit an ally right. or do a called shot or stuff like that. But it's triggered you be able by... To die. It's triggered by taking more than half of your hit points in a single have. blow. Uh, well, and, no, I, uh, in a single blow, I haven't. Well, I, I'm reading it as taking half of your current hit points in a single blow. Oh, okay. Then that's so totally you had right. eight hit points and you just took five. Perfect. Let's see what I get. Wait, wait. Which side is which? Oh, uh, I got to roll again. This doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to get higher than 50. To do what? To do what? Do you want to fight or do you want to flee? I want to fight. Okay, so 51 or higher is fight, just like Dr. Lyra Westover. 50 and under is flee. Let's go. 71. Okay. <laughs> 71. Okay, so yeah, that's bad luck. You fight. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it is Jordy's turn. So Jordy, I think he has the somewhat clear shot now, right? Yeah, it, it clawed at Riker, but Riker's on the ground. It's standing and squatting. It, its bulk is bent over there. Right. This 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 adult male in his like North Face windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> he is hittable. He's definitely hittable. Okay, so I got a clear shot of his back because he's bent over Solace. So I'm gonna squeeze the trigger. Thirty-four. That's a miss. Thirty-four over over thirty. Twenty. 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 20. 
So yeah, boom, you fire off a shot. It, it actually um, in Delta Green, two, three shots. You're like, bye, bye, oh bye. yeah, yeah. And it just like sails over a hit all around him. Uh, doesn't connect. It is Riker Salas's turn, and he is now in fight mode. And I take control of him. So you just lash lash out at this guy, and I'm gonna say, uh, wait, did you gra- you grabbed your gun before, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm just going to say you pull up your gun and just pop, 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 pop. Just like try to put as many bullets as you can into this thing. Go ahead and roll your uh, firearm skill. On Riker, don't let me down. Bring it down. 36 uh, under 70. Nice. 36 under 70. Great. Uh, So, yeah, you hit it with bullets. Go ahead and roll damage. Six points of damage. Hitting him in the shoulder, maybe like not not center mass. So like 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 hitting its shoulder and it's still up. I mean, it's still just fighting. Uh, And it is Roger Cumstone at that same instant. So the bullets are hitting it, Roger Cumstone. What do you do? Cumstone just walks up and just fucking (laughs) buries the ice axe. Like right near his clavicle. Oh, amazing! His clavicle, amazing. Uh, what is this? Come uh, on, come what down. is this? Unarmed or uh, no, no melee? He's armed. Yeah. melee. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, he's very, very armed. armed. Oh my god! No. All right. So here's what no. happened. I got a 71 over 70 because <gasps> of fucking shit luck. But I'll use my bottle cap yes. to make yes. it a success. Yes. Okay. okay, so it's 71 under 90, and you sink this thing uh, into the into the creature. Oh, amazing. Uh, amazing. So that'll be 1d10 damage. Uh, Come on. Okay. Come on. Come on. One hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, I, I, uh, I would say it's a 1d8 at best. Well, a wood axe is 1d10. Yeah, an ice axe is much, much smaller okay. than a wood axe. An ice axe is sort of like a jagged dagger with with a handle. I'm happy to re-roll that uh, die. On the side. That damage die. So, all right, uh, 1d8. Come on. Yeah, we'll do 1d8. I'm, 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 I'm making it comparable to a machete or a sword. Uh, four points of damage. Okay. Four points of damage. And you see that your, your, your hit, while it does hit, it really it tears off a big chunk of flesh okay. that you know would hurt. Uh, a living creature pretty bad uh, And this It just seems to hurt it a little bit We need uh, to tie this thing up and decapitate it Yeah, yeah. seriously <laughs> I, I would like love Hold that. it down no, And then one of us just chops trying, its head off I was trying to pin it But then I was like this thing's gonna kill me Before I can pin it Because all it can do is attempt to escape Yeah, it's I a, cannot, it, I mean my unarmed combat is great But we're deep I would love to help you all now. I would love that. Uh, it is Dr. Lyra Westover's turn. Do you attempt again to break the glass? Of course I do. <laughs> I need another beer. This is amazing. Nice <laughs> uh, too far away. 36 under 50. Nice. Oh, so all of a sudden you guys all hear a shattering of glass as you turn and Westover has, instead of just opening the door... <laughs> 
<laughs> she has shattered it with a kitchen chair because she's acting insane. You now have two characters, Dr. Lyra Westover and Riker Sauce. You know what? I'm, I'm really talking to Roger Cumstone here. I'm getting into your mind. This isn't really Jordy as much as it is Cumstone. You see what's happening here. This is a combat that's breaking down. Your people are uh, Westover and um, Solace in terms of mechanics are both one hit point away from unconsciousness. And True. so you, you're like, you can see that they are on the edges. Now, one of them fleed and one of them fought, which you know is like from your experience in the field in battle, it seems to be 50-50 with a lot of soldiers. It's like when, they, when they, it happens to them, they either fight or they flee. And so uh, it's kind of breaking down around you and now you hear this shattering of glass and you're like, I know exactly what's happening. Westover is getting the fuck out. And at that, it is whatever it is, round four, I guess, maybe round five, and it is the creature's turn. This is it. I mean... this is it. it. We are so beyond fucked here. Yeah. If we all fled, there's a chance. But now it's we're 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 fucked. We're yeah. fucked, and Roger's not gonna leave a man behind. I just wish I brought my niece on Ultima. He's much more <laughs> well equipped. So useful right now. I <laughs> van have nothing inside of it. Can we use will fire be effective? Can we burn the house down with it in yeah, it? With us in it. <laughs> Sacrifice for the greater good. Well, we all are prepared to lay down our lives for the good of the world. And the, it and looks the across. It looks across at Riker Salas, and it says, leans down as it's about to attack, takes a breath for a second. The ice axe tears some of its skin off. It turns and looks, and now it sees Roger Cumstone, and then looks back and sees. Riker Solace, and it just says, You again. <laughs> oh, 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 it's like a spirit. Oh, oh it's a spirit host. No, 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 no. Oh, my no. God. I'll make sure you never stop me again. Uh-oh. And it lunges at Riker oh, to kill him. No, no. And it's, oh. unless I roll terrible, it's going to kill Riker Solace. Oh, no. That'll make fleeing easier. This is it. It reaches out and attempts to just claw your throat right out from under your neck. Gonna lift the curtain. Gonna lift the veil. It's got an unarmed of 75. Oh, shit. So you got a 25% chance. And Uh, I don't get a chance to defend against this because I am in You do. Oh, well, then I'd like to oppose them. Oh, oh, right, because you're in... Fo- you know what? I, I'll give it to you. I'll okay. give it to you. There's always a chance. So go ahead and... Uh, but just take a minus 20%. So it's going to be unbelievably hard. Minus 20 because I'm fight or flight? Yeah, because you have no... Like, you have no coordination to properly it. do it. Because my instincts, yeah. all the training kicks in, but I'm in such a state that it's not as effective as it should be. Well, you're near death. Right. I mean, yeah, this Weakened, is terrifying. Yeah. Here we go. 51 under 75. That is a hit. Six under 60. Six under 60 is is a fail. Five points of damage. Oh. Negative two points. Oh. It reaches out, grabs Riker Salas' throat, and rips his windpipe right out of his body. 
immediately, instantaneously, both Jordy. Actually, I'll, I'll give Westover a break uh, because she is in full flight mode uh, and not even looking. But Jordy, you have to roll a sanity check. Oh my god, this is a bad one. Forty-seven under sixty. Forty-seven under sixty. Uh, I, I just, oh man, I wish that I was faster with this. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, uh oh, you're okay. Wow, okay. that is shocking to me. Wow. So it's see or hear a friend being gruesomely killed. And if you succeed, it is zero sanity damage. Oh, Some wow. of them, when you even when you succeed, it's one sanity damage. Yeah, I yeah. thought that would be one of them. Wait, but, uh, see or hear? I feel like I should roll this then. Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. did. It's just like... Oh, Do I so, roll yeah, you, uh, No, because it is helplessness. And you have ah. seen men die in oh, front of yeah. you in combat. Oh, you, have, you are burned against... Awesome. Wait, I have a check. It's a sad I, moment, I, but that's a really cool rule. I, yeah, I yeah. did have a check mark for helplessness. In, you need in three creation. to be adapted. Oh, you need three to be adapted. Yeah, you need three to be adapted. All yeah. right. Here's my sanity roll. So it's under my current sanity, right? That's what I'm aiming under for. your current san. Yeah. This is the best game I've played. <laughs> it's amazing. Seventy six. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! 52. Oh no! All right, I'm going to have you do it to yourself. You're going to take D6 sanity damage. Oh, if no. you take five, it's so bad. Don't take five. What about six? Is six bad? Six uh, is worse. Six is worse. Six is worse. <laughs> Four. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Okay. Take it to the limit. <laughs> okay. So you, I'll I'll tell you what, well, actually, I'm not going to tell you because it could still fucking happen. All right. So you take four sanity damage. What is your sanity at? What is your breaking point? I have 48 sanity points and my breaking point is 42. Okay. So mark a check mark under helplessness. Okay. uh, Because you took damage, but did not get to your breaking point. Uh, And you just... Throat ripped out as uh, Riker Salas is just falling to the ground slowly. Jordy, it's your turn to act or react. What do you do? So I think, even despite seeing this, he's he's okay. I think what his coping mechanism is the manuscript, his his screen <laughs> adaptation of Dune, Dune, Dune that he's been writing for so many years. <laughs> and when he gets into a situation like this, he'll replay these scenes in his head that he's written. And it keeps him calm. So that's what's happening. Like, he's just picturing the scene of Paul Atreides. So uh, he's going to take another shot. And that is another miss. 63 over 20. Okay. Bye, 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 bye. Bullets, bullets, bullets just flying everywhere. Shattering um, a I- statue of a heron on the, on the living room <laughs> table. Yes, a blue heron statue. Uh, I do want to say for the purposes of, you know, just to give your characters what they're seeing versus what you may be thinking as players or what I'm, you know, what you're interpreting from what I'm saying. Uh, this thing is taking damage. You are hurting it. It's, it's being, you know, knocked around and it's being chipped away at. It just, it's just much more resilient than a living creature. Uh, cause it is already a corpse. Uh, Riker Salas collapses to the ground. You see the wound that he took, the grievous wound that he took, could only mean death. As his blood starts shooting from his neck out onto the floor. Roger Comstone keeps his cool 
He has no sanity effect. He doesn't even have a risk from seeing this happen because of his experience. What does he do? So Salas goes down. He sees this kind of in slow motion. And uh, he looks over across the room at Lyra, who is making her way out the door, right? With a, I yeah. imagine with a look in her eyes that is just like, he knows we've lost her. Yes. And yes. Then, Broke it down with a kitchen chair. Broke it down with a kitchen <laughs> he chair. He could have just well, you slid, it open. Open. <laughs> slid it open. Uh, <laughs> and then what, is, what do I see when I look over at Jordy? Jordy, you see, is his hands are shaking, but like his eyes are clear. He just is frustrated that he can't get the shot off. So he's, he's firing at the enemy. He's not wild-eyed. He just... The kickback, the... the, the uh, what's it called? Uh, the recoil. The recoil of the weapon is making him slightly inaccurate. It's just, you know, the bullets are landing in the wall right behind the creature. But he's just a little bit off because he doesn't know the weaponry. He hasn't fired this weapon I've before. probably never fired a gun this big. I've probably never. Right. I mean, oh, it's... God. I mean, it's time is... for Roger comes. It's so funny that whole first demo adventure, and then what five episodes, six episodes of this adventure, five episodes, I guess. It's always been, well, when it all goes down, you're going to be glad I'm here. You know, yeah. I'm not the doctor, I'm not the computers guy, I'm not the sci-fi writer. But when the shit goes down, you need Roger Cumstone, and he's keeping it cool right now. What is he thinking? I'm thinking that with Solace down. We are in an unwinnable war. I don't think, having seen this guy take a bullet to the head, an axe to the chest, uh, maybe a couple other hits, he doesn't seem to be even... Tell me I'm wrong. Does he seem to be phased at all? You've made it seem like he's barely phased. Oh, he's phased. That's what I was just saying. He, He has taken damage, I mean, just to the point where he is... He is physically, like, being affected by all of this. And at a certain point, he may succumb and not be able to physically... His physical body may not be able to continue to fight anymore okay. if you keep up your assault. Uh, but it's it's a huge risk. But uh, you don't get the sense that it's, you know, undefeatable physically. It is physically defeatable. Okay. I, I imagine this... There's also a degree- Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What are you saying? I'm just saying, there, I don't know how much. For Riker, there was a sense of responsibility there, especially as he knew. First, he wanted to help save the doctor's life, which is why he switched places. But then, knowing it was that creature, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I don't know if you would feel anything or if Roger would just be like, fuck it. But this thing's already escaped and killed someone else and taken over yeah. the form. Yeah, and yeah. Roger doesn't know any of this because he was upstairs. So well, you're, you're, Well, you oh. heard him... You heard it say you again. Uh, you again, yeah. yeah. Maybe he started to put the pieces together here. So he, in Roger's mind, he has two options. Like, he's looking around the room for, like, something he could shoot that would start a fire. Something if he, he doesn't could, have his gun, he, he dropped his gun. His gun or something he and could, he picked up an ice axe. Yeah, maybe something he could do with the axe that, like, would possibly start a fire. He's, he's, he's frantically, like, searching the room. This is not his area of expertise, uh, like creating a, a a fire out of nothing. Uh, he's looking around. And he thinks there's really probably only one way to do this, and that's to fight. And so he just oh my God. 
he rushes at the thing and tries oh, to pin it. Unarmed combat drops the oh. axe and just and just tries to fucking tackle it to the ground. We oh set God. a character creation. This guy's got what a seventeen strength. Uh, 17 strength and the distinguishing feature is that he's huge he's jacked well, what did you put up. what did you put into his unarmed 80 what okay I mean you don't you can't get better than that that's the highest you can have at character creation right now it's interesting thing when it says because if you go to pin it's an unarmed combat role but then it says like and you know what this is was great if I actually pin then Jordy, if he makes an unarmed or melee weapon attack, or even if Lyra gets back in the fight, he gets a 20% bonus to that attack if I successfully pin the creature. Yep. If you make a melee or unarmed. So if you're like, pick up the axe and fucking hit him, you'll get a plus 20% to that. Okay. But, but then it says attempting to pin a target also means your agent is parrying and blocking. See defense rolls on page 53. So I go to page 53, and this is where it starts talking about dodge and fighting back. Now, I'm not 100% sure how it works, but basically, when you choose to fight back or dodge, like what Grant did a couple times, that's your action for that turn. Fighting back opposes all hand-to-hand attacks that turn. If you win, you take no damage. It does not protect you against ranged attacks unless you're close enough to push the ranged weapon away. As part of your fighting back roll, choose one offensive action. Attack, called shot, disarm, or pin against a single attacker. If your roll beats the attacker's roll, your agent takes no damage, and your agent's action affects the attacker instead. Now, I'm not 100% sure how that's going to come into play, but my action I'm taking right now is to try and pin this motherfucker. Okay. So. I mean, that's what I was trying to do, actually, not dodge. I was trying to do what was underneath and described underneath defending after attacking, but I guess that's after attacking. Yeah, no, you didn't dodge. We said that. We said yeah. dodge was not the right thing. It was defending, and you... And that still loses a turn, right? Yeah, that's your turn, and you just... It, he happened to roll a nine. Right. Uh, no, no, no. Right? But I don't know... And you that... rolled a six! So, like, you easily could have beat him. But, right. like, you just happened to roll a ridiculous roll. Here we go. To pin. 58. Okay. Okay. So, so you just tackle him, him like over the coffee table. Just tackle him. <laughs> just like Steve Austin head spear him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom! Oh my god, this is fucking crazy, dude. Now, um, do you get any damage as part of that according to the rules? Or in my understanding, no, no. I'm giving. I'm basically taking this action to give my allies a twenty percent chance. Uh, bonus if they attack with melee or unarmed, and he's also pinned. So I think now his only option is to fight, use the fight back, or no, escape, it's only right? escape. He can only yeah, escape. it's only it's only escape. Okay, so I'm limiting his uh, his attack options and also giving my friends yep. a bonus. Uh, okay, Doctor Lyra Westover, still crazy, right? Or still, I'm still, I'm still in the. I'm still reading crazy about temporary. After, after all these yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to change. It uh, says your agent, your agent. If I flee, your agent minutes. must use for a number of turns, turns equal to my con, which is eleven. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. So, so yeah, I just run out through the the open the shattered glass door. All right. So Westover gets the fuck out of there, and it's its turn. It 
is going to attempt to escape. So ah, it's struggling. Actually, no, it's not. You you uh, wrestle it to the ground, and it looks at you in fury and just <sighs> opens up its mouth and goes to bite your neck. Uh, oh my god! Seventy-seven fumble. Oh, oh shit. my god! <laughs> Fucking yes. Yes. That is we have so ridiculous. Chance. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Uh, okay. Um, uh, okay. So uh, I, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, because none of the routine things work for what this creature is at this time. So I'm going to give you a huge bonus. I'm going to give you an extra action this round. So wow. uh, you decide how you guys want to use it can be between Jordy or uh, Roger, or I'm sorry, um, yeah, Jordy or Roger, I'll give you an extra action for this fumble. I'll I'd give like it to take Jordy. the extra action yeah. <laughs> to run them some more. <laughs> yeah, let Lyra right. one and Lyra an takes block. the extra action to run. All right, you, I'll, one I'll, of you guys gets... I'll use this in game terms. The extra action, I'll be like, Jordy, grab the axe. Yeah. So it, it goes to bite at you, and you dodge out of the way of it, and it gives you a second and it really leaves itself open. And you're like, grab the axe. So, Jordy, the axe is sitting right there. So, what do you do? So, I go up, still holding on to my gun. No, no, I drop the gun. And Jordy runs up and grabs grabs the ice axe. And he swings down like he's using a three wood. Just trying to get it at the right angle to get it below Roger to hit it right in at the top of its head. Right at the top of its head. All right, that's two different actions. So that yeah. uh, will work because you have okay. the extra action this round. So and you get, what's your um, what's your melee? 30. So, so I got you 20. Get a plus 20, yeah. yeah so it's 50-50, dude. Little it's a luck roll, little basically. Less. A no, luck no, roll. it's 50-50. It's 50-50. Yeah, yeah, it's a luck roll. Can Jordy do it? Come on. Come on. Come on. No! Oh! 83! Oh, no! Oh, no! He's like that! Yeah! It's the ground. right into the carpet, like it's yeah. into the, the hardwood floor. Much like me swinging a three-wood, he hits about three inches in front of the target. <laughs> and just... And just gets nothing on the hit. He actually oh. hits the head of the creature, but he hits the floor first. And it just takes all of the momentum out of it. And this creature's natural defenses against just, like, a flesh wound does nothing. Oh. And so uh, nothing happens, and it is Roger's turn. Roger! Ooh. Roger! So, this thing is not going to miss again, dude. This is... This this is complicated here. So, like, do I attempt to pin again? And then it says a pinned target can attempt escape once per turn, but nothing else. So could you even attack? Or is that fighting back? I think he's treating the No, no, it's once totally per turn. Different. So I used my turn to attempt to escape, and I failed. And in my next turn, I could do something else. I thought you used your turn to try to attack. Oh, you're right. You're right. I did. I did. Okay. So you meant to say escape. Wait, you can't attack if you're pinned? Says a pinned target can attempt escape once per turn, but nothing else. But Joe was treating the bite as different than... I think he was trying to give it, like, a different flavor because, like, it's so crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it like right, just but because I'm saying pinned. if you're pinned, you can't attack. I, I understand that rules is written. I'm talking about the flavor he's trying to get it. Sure. Yeah, that's uh, a bite attack. Yeah, right. You yeah, still bite. I, yeah. I really don't think it it factors in like agents having a bite attack. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm still going to say he can bite you, uh, right. and he, and he failed. Uh, I will tell you that is much better than him attempting to escape, mm-hmm. uh, because that's that's a success. If he, right. It's a critical times, success. Strength times five. Or attempting an arm. to es- yep. yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, it's it's be- it is better for you if we leave that as is. Yeah. This is it's just complicated now. So I'm just trying to th- see like I still have you pinned. Do I have to like you know like Pathfinder terms? Do I have to roll pin unarmed again to maintain the grapple? It's not. No, you can attack now that you have them pinned. You can attack the creature now that it's pinned. Your next turn, you can attack. And he'll. So you remain can do an pinned. unarmed attack on it. Yeah. Yeah, you can like headbutt it and shit like that. Like you can keep it pinned but attack. Okay, and I get a plus twenty percent bonus. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of zipping and bobbing here. I mean, it's impossible for me well, to miss. But, you know, but a lot of it is like, it's a lot of his handler discretion. If you think the player's at an advantage, they get a plus 20%. If they're at a ridiculous advantage, they get plus 40%. All right, so, so yeah, I'll give you a plus 20%. He remains pinned. I have a plus 20%. That gives me a 100% chance of hitting this. So unless I roll a one, uh, he'll do a tiny bit of damage. It may be a hundred. Uh, yeah, a hundred would be a fumble. Um, so you have the most potential opportunities to crit that is possible. You have ten chances to crit. That's true, and two chances to fail, uh, one chance to fumble. But I think it's, it, where it's physical damage, it's only one d four. So the most I could do is two d four. Well, it's one d four minus one, actually. Yeah, one d four minus one. So it's just, ah, I'm just trying to hold him down for Jordy to do the actual uh, damage. All right, so. Uh, a two! I rolled a fucking two! Oh, man. So, I mean, I really lay it... Boom! <laughs> the headbutt. Yeah, but it's not going to be a ton of damage. Uh, 1d4 minus 1. Um, this is great. She's like, come on! Hit him! And, and I rolled a one, so it's no damage. Oh, no unless damage! You, unless you do minimum one. I don't know. Yeah, no, you you hit him and you see it just it just does no damage oh, to it. Oh, oh. Uh, it's still thrashing and fighting back against you. Uh, this is just insane and incredible, <laughs> and I, I just I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, and Christ, all right, it's Westover's turn. She's still running away. I run. Uh, okay, uh, and it's it's its turn. And I'm going to take a minus 20% on this escape check because I'm going to say, you know, you've had it pinned for two rounds here. So I'm going to uh, add on a, a negative to its ability, which is truly your only hope. Uh, it is so strong, but Cumstone is a badass. He's got it locked down. This thing is in a more difficult position than it's ever been before, but it's going to attempt to push you off of it. Oh my god Uh, I'm just doing the math That is a 76 Under Under 
So it's successfully throws oh. you off of it. Oh, it is 76 no. under 85, which is oh, five times its strength minus wow. 20. Jesus. So just to give you a sense of how unnatural this creature is, uh, it pushes you off. You're both still on the ground in this round, uh, but it pushes you away. So it is not pinned, but you're right next to it. Uh, it is Jordy's turn. Yeah, see, so I think, I mean, maybe I'm misreading these rules, but I think what I was, should have done is instead of attacking you, is wait for you to do that shit and try to oppose it. I think that's what parrying and blocking is, but, you know, I, it's not very yeah, clear. You, you I can, need to sit with these you, rules. You can, but it's the same thing. Like, it's incredibly high yeah, yeah. difficulty. Incredibly high difficulty. Right, right. So he's because out. I mean, yours is eighty, right? So you, you have to roll under eighty, but over seventy six. Yeah. It's for also, example, it's also another weird question about how do you parry or block bites? Like, put your hand in the way. Like, I dodge kind of with defending. Like, I don't know when you're pinned. It's weird. It's a weird little thing we got into with this creature. Yeah. No, it's definitely very strange, and I I, I do not claim to have a mastery over the rules. Oh but, no, but it uh, makes it very interesting. But, but to me, this is all making sense. I think everything that's happening is making sense in a horrible, unnatural way. Uh, it's Jordy's turn. Okay. Jordy. You're still right next to this thing. It's still on the ground, and you still have the ice axe. Yeah, so it's moving now, so I don't have a stationary target to swing at, but he t- just tries one more time. Swings down with the axe. 65. 65. That is 65 over 30. That is another... Swing and a miss. Swings and misses. Roger Comstone, what do you do? You know, it's boring, but I feel like I just need to pin it again and, like, buy time for Lyra to get back in the fight. I feel like I can consistently pin it. Um, uh, you shouldn't You shouldn't count on that because, uh, according to the rules, after the 11 turns I take to, to flee, I then become exhausted. Lyra can't be Yeah, no, I mean, you should go with your instinct earlier That you thought, which is like, Lyra's gone She's gone There's no Lyra Also, also, by the way, what would she do if she was here? I'd have to run back for that many turns I mean, this is (laughs) Dude, it's you and a science fiction writer And a monster (laughs) <laughs> and I'm fucking mo- and no, and that's the thing. It's like that's what's happening here. This this is a monster in the real world. Yeah, like it's you've never encountered anything quite like this. Now, obviously, the other creature you did, but that was so brief. Now you really see what this thing is capable of, and you have to decide what to do. You have options. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what they are. I can't run and leave Jordy. Uh, I, I could try to burn the place down, but like it's still going to re- involve some sort of fleeing. We lose all the evidence. We lose Riker's body. Uh, like fleeing, you might you might want to lose Riker's body. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I have to throw it in the uh, in the key the reservoir <laughs> uh, when all said and done. Dissolve, dissolve me in lime. Yeah, we've read about it. Oh my god! I mean, I don't even know. I, I mean, so even... it seems like whatever this thing is takes possession of corpses, right? It's kind of like a zombie joining the whole collective consciousness slash being a conduit for some sort of spirit game. Because we knew this was what happened to that other agent's wife. That she died, she had that she had a death certificate, and then he kept her buried in the bunker. 
Yeah. And now we've and now we found Francis Wayne's dead body. It reanimated and talked to us. Yeah, and it also bit Riker. Bit Riker's face. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have to burn Riker. What was in that shed out back? Was it like six cans of gasoline? Twenty yeah. can, twenty one gallon cans of gasoline. Yeah. It said, just burn whatever is in the septic tank. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Just right. don't ask any questions and just do it. All right, so burning might work. I mean, I don't think right now, in the midst of this combat, we have an opportunity to do anything like Right, it doesn't yeah. sound like from that note, like it's susceptible to fire or something. It's going to take extra damage from, you know, if I... If I only... mean, it might, but I just, I don't know how we would manage that while it's attacking us. Right. I don't know how we would be able to do that. Right well, now. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, luck roll. Is there a fucking lit candle in the room? Is there something I can uh, turn into a space heater? Yeah. Is there, a space heater you can yeah. shoot? Yeah, if I shot a space heater, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, I mean, you don't have a gun it is taking damage. It is like you are, we are hurting it. Yeah. I say we. Yeah. Make yeah. the are fighting it. Um, just, I don't know what else we could do at this point. Either that or run. I mean, that's pretty much it. And it is super naturally pretty fast, too. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, um, you said talking's free? Yeah. What do you want? Oh, it's laying on the ground next to you, looking at you. Now, now you're getting smart. Starts to kind of half smile. Reaches down on the ground and pushes itself up to a standing position. You see, it's, it's there's no reason this should, body should be standing on a leg where you can see a bone protruding out of it and sort of tied together with a bandana. What do we all want? What do you want? We want to exist. We want to be. We want to shape the world around us to be what we want it to be. What do you want? An island. <laughs> all I ever wanted just want to get away I feel like if this goes on neither of us are going to get what we really want who are you you could not begin to understand try me and then you start to eat, like this reverberating voice comes out of this thing, and it's like both of you roll sanity checks. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Oh. Uh, that's Sixty-seven a, over sixty. Oh man, uh, birth year old seventy-eight. Oh, both Ooh. of you guys. Oh. Okay, Lavalle, you take four points of sanity damage. I have reached my breaking point. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god! Oh, 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 it happened! <laughs> and Jordy, 
You take five points oh of sanity damage. God. God, rolling rocks over here. Jesus. Oh my God. I mean, this thing just opens its mouth and it's like, oh, it just, it reverberates through your mind and it starts peeling apart your understanding of reality. Like, Jordy has studied the occult. Jordy has read this. This is so much different than reading it in a book. This is peeling apart your sense of reality uh, and what is there. When you say, who are you? What do you really want? You understand in, in that instant that you could you could never understand and you feel Roger comes to something within you breaks Jordy you're uh, obviously extremely affected by this and it's only a few seconds of dialogue and then he comes back that is only a taste of what I want let me walk out of fear and I can continue my work. There is no point. Your resistance is futile. <laughs> I've got nothing better, but yeah. but I mean, they okay. said it the best. So yeah. I'm just going to acknowledge they that said was, it the best. That was. <laughs> uh, but he does stop for a second. He sort of finds it. It seems amusing to stop fighting for a second and just like talk to you and that sound you heard it's not a language it's not a you don't know what it was you just heard but it just freaked you the fuck out what do you do (laughs) both of you guys oh well what happens to me when i reach my fucking breaking point you nothing you feel something within you break but you are still of sound mind and body. You you know you're looking. You know you are looking across at an unnatural being, something that is not human and not of this world, and it's all true. Everything that you might have believed or seen or heard or what you heard about Delta Green or what you suspected from the tank but never really confirmed, it was confirmed here to an exponential level that is so intense, it... It hurts your mind. But you still under, you understand all of that. That's, I guess, the main point. There is understanding to a certain degree. So you are able to keep your head about you. What do you do? Jordy's going to swing again. I love it. it. All right. So, you know, Roger did that. And I'm going to say that that creature used its action talking. Uh, He thought that it could buy what he needed. And then Jordy just takes this moment and swings and I'm behind it at its head. Oh, you motherfucker. One hundred. Oh my god! 100! Jesus. You have to be shit. I almost ripped my book in excitement, turning to the fumble page. Oh my god. Oh my god, Skid. Uh, I'm gonna go with you accidentally hit yourself. 
So go ahead and uh, I'm going to do half damage on it because it's not the full blow. So roll a 1d4. You do that much damage to your own leg as this ice axe, which, by the way, is incredibly sharp. just like swings around and digs into your leg. Okay, so one point of damage. So one ah! point. Ah! Uh, and it's Roger's turn again. Right. You get it. You see him swing, and he started all over again. What do you do? Roger was thinking about like maybe we just call it, but he sees Jordy still got the fight in him. <laughs> so what is he gonna do? He just looks at him. He's like nine nine two zero point two two nine nine eight nine two one two point three three three. What does it mean? And starts screaming. And, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you say the number, and uh, it looks at you and smiles. Finally, my travels across this construct have come to something. It is a long way we travel to give you the things you need. But you traveled for so long without the answer. I tried to give it to you 400 years ago. (laughs) But you're too stupid, too simple to understand it. Are you Faustus Clown? Am I Faustus Clown? I was Faustus Clowden, if you want to think of it that way, in your small mind. Faustus Clowden was Faustus Clowden. I was also Faustus Clowden for a brief time. And it was in that time that I gave this pathetic race the insight they needed to do the most merciful thing. But too simple. I gave you too much credit. You had to travel so far along the construct until you found the answer. And even now, looking at you, I can see you do not know it. Very plan nine. I don't know what that is. What is that? Plan 9 from Outer Space? It's very much like a speech in Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh, Okay, so... (laughs) Can I take another swing? (laughs) I still have my action, I think, so I'm just going to uh, reach down, grab the nearest gun, just point it at him. I won't be able to take an action. You're a disease. You're a 400-year-old disease. We're wiping you out tonight. Fucking Cobra? That's my action. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then it's its turn. And it says, I'm much older than that. And runs and swings at you. No. Roger, you stupid bastard. <laughs> oh, you had a chance. 25. That's a oh. hit. Uh, and it just grabs uh, a part of your upper chest, uh, like to below your neck, but above the, the body armor. And, and oh, my God. I Another max damage. 
five points of damage Ooh. as it just grips in and rips the skin off of your chest. Yeah, I'm not going to try uh, and dodge it now. I'm just going to take it. It's insane. Uh, and Jordy, you get a turn. Okay, I just see this chunk get ripped out of my new friend. Aww. Take one last desperate swing. Fourteen. Yes. Oh, there fourteen. We go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the ice axe connects with this thing's head. Go ahead and roll a d8. Three points of damage. Three points of damage. Okay. You can see it just now that you're on skull on skull. It like goes into him and just like it it twitches for a second. Go ahead and roll a luck roll. Okay. 51 or higher, I'm going to give you something oh juicy. Did you hit a right part of this brain that's going to affect its physical body? 87. You did. It is stunned for one Ooh, round. Yes! As you connect with some sort of uh, mechanism that is affecting its movement, but it's still standing. It's still up, and it is Roger Cumstone's turn. Come on, Roger. Can Cumstone walk and, like, put the gun right in its fucking mouth if it's stunned? Yeah. All right. Uh, that's what he'll do. Like I told Steve, I wouldn't leave him alone. I'm coming home, Steve! <laughs> All right, I'll give you a plus 40% as it's stunned. 66! Yeah! 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 Now, my, my armed combat is... Uh, my firearms is 60, but you gave me a plus 40. Yeah. So does that plus 40 get me up to 100 and the 66 yeah, yeah, is yeah. under so 100? Anything yeah. under 100. That's a fucking yeah. crit. So, that's, yeah, so crit. that's a crit roll damage. That's 1d10 doubled. I mean... Oh, my God. That two. No, I don't roll 2d10. <laughs> <laughs> roll the natty uh, one. Uh, I roll the two. So oh, four. Roll a four. Two. Yeah. Uh, but in its mouth... Four points of damage is enough, bone oh on God. bone, to just <laughs> as the back of its head blows off and the body slumps inert yes! <laughs> to the ground. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! <sighs> A few minutes later, Dr. Westover. An exhausted Dr. Westover walks back in. <laughs> Comes to our senses. <laughs> Covered in blood. Yeah, we're both slumped in big, a gigantic lake of blood in this guy's house. <laughs> Comstone <laughs> is just taking the ice axe and decapitating it. Just. It's not coming back. Dr. Westover walks back in. She's also covered in blood because she was attacked and then. Ran through, shattered, shattered a bunch of glass on herself, and she's like, <gasps> "You guys look around. You see the the headless corpse of this man. Now you have some basic insight into maybe what happened here. Who knows what you'll be able to put together after this, or, or what you'll remember." Roger knows something within him broke. Dr. Lyra Westover knows that she left her friends at their greatest moment of need, her allies. Jordy knows that over and over it fell to him to protect his friends and 
He couldn't come through. In the end, he got a hit, but if only he had done it earlier. Would Riker have survived? You all look down and you see the corpse of Riker Salas. His blood is still pulsing out of his neck and pulling on the ground. Roger comes to him and is keeping his cool about him and looks at it and thinks, not only do we have to close this case, Columbia student, going mad because of this number, but now you've got the blood of Riker Salas pouring all over a house in upstate New York of someone related to the killer. How is this possibly going to end? How will it ever end? And we'll see you next time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.